0: Let's do it. Boom, boom, boom! Liam Forsyth's show, coming at you hard. Episode two. This should have been episode three, but um, I literally... Rec- I, I was recording this podcast and uh, my phone crashed and I lost all of the data. All of it. Not one second of video was saved. I mean, so... I'm actually starting over now, so this is episode two um, and I'm gonna try something a little new so we're doing a video format um, and that's gonna go right to youtube and then from there, I think the best thing to do is we'll just take the audio from the video I have my little mic here, and then we'll make the audio podcast from that um, if you guys are on the video, how do you like my haircut? Just got it done well I didn't just get I did it myself probably like a week ago um, but it was. I've only cut my hair myself two times, this was the second time, Um, and I think, not bad, I didn't do too bad of a job, in my opinion, in in my honest opinion, (laughs) but, as a side note, okay, because what we're talking about today on this podcast um, is something that I didn't really, honestly, I I, I knew the value of them, but I never took action towards um, achieving this, and that is... Today, we're talking about how to find a mentor and why a mentor is even important for us to have. Um, And an in-person mentor, too. I mean, because nowadays with the internet, um, there's so many books, internet gurus, everything out there, it's very easy to find a mentor in that way where you can kind of learn off of what they say um, and learn by them teaching you through video and audio format. But I think one of the best ways to learn is to learn through osmosis right i mean um learn just by being around someone um that's achieved what you're trying to achieve a big one like uh, an example this is a, a step in the 67 steps but um ty talks about you know a baby cow learns everything just by being around the mother cow it's not like the, the mother cow is classroom sessions teaching the cow you know this is how you walk this is how you moo this is how you eat grass like it doesn't work like that right um the the baby cow just walks around and and learns through osmosis by being around other cows and the mother cow and all of a sudden it starts to walk and then it eats and that and and so it goes right so i think it's actually very important to have someone in person that you can go to as a mentor um and there's a couple of things with that like first of all i know a lot of you guys are saying whatever like why do you even need a mentor um and the, big, the biggest thing that really sold me on being a mentor is, um, is something that Pablo Picasso said. And says, good artists copy, great artists steal. Okay, and essentially what he means by that is, um, you know, you, you can copy someone else, right? But whatever you're trying to achieve, okay? So whatever you're trying to achieve in life right now, I can guarantee you there's somebody already out there that is probably five, six, seven, maybe ten years ahead of whatever you're trying to do. Um, and they've already made the mistakes that you're about to make in your next one, two, three, four, all the way up to 10 years trying to achieve it, right? So I guess what a mentor is not necessary, but it would definitely increase your learning curve, for sure. I mean, if you had someone there, the classic example, you hear this all the time, if you've ever gone to the gym, if you've gone to the gym for like three or four years consistently now, you, you probably think back to when you were a beginner and you're like, wow, I really wish I knew what I knew back then. My gains would have substantially gone way higher, um, but you can't, you can't go back. But maybe, you know, if you had a mentor in the gym kind of that went through, you know, that's why people get personal trainers. Personal trainers already made the mistakes that the beginners made. So then they help you skip out on those mistakes right so it's kind of the same concept with any type of mentor whether you know you want to be healthier whether you want to make more money and whatever your aspect is like if you want to be a digital marketer if you want to be a real estate mogul um, you want to be a really good salesperson even if you even if you just want to be a a awesome damn cashier at mcdonald's there's somebody out there that's already accomplished that and uh you know they, they they made the same mistakes it's the same concept in a relationship if you want to have a marriage, um, or let's say you want to be in a, a very good relationship and you've never been in one before. Maybe you've been in a couple of bad ones and you don't really know what's going on. Uh, the easiest thing to do would find someone that's been in a, a marriage for 10, 15 years, a happy one. Um, and just ask them because <laughs> they probably know they've, they've probably been through all the terrible relationships to get to the one that they're in now that they're married. Right. Um, and so that's kind of where the idea of a mentor, in my opinion, I think where a mentor really helps people out a lot is they've already gone through um, that, that learning curve. They've expediated it for you, right? Uh, Isaac Newton says it as well, you know, we're building on the shoulders of the greats of the giants, right? So why wouldn't you stand on the shoulders of the giant instead of trying to be your own giant? Um, now, this can kind of be, be gone through anything. You can find um, a classic example would be in, in Taekwondo, um, you're only as good as the people you're, you're train around. Um, this is something that happened to me recently. Um, not so much now I think because I found some some new people to train with, but I got to a point. so the way Taekwondo works is you have a club that you train at. Um, for me, I'm in Canada, so you know my club is in, in a province, right? Um, and then you train at that club and that's the club you train at. And it's not very often, I, I, I mean, we're in a new age now. It's, it's a bit more common to see people kind of mixing around clubs and, and training in different places, but it's not, it's not very common to see someone be part of two, three, or four clubs. Usually, usually the way it works is you're part of one club, you train with that club kind of for the longevity of your career. Now, I came to a point, I was uh, on the national team, the Canadian Taekwondo team, three times, kind of three separate occasions. Um, and in the club that I was at, um, I started to gain all this experience, and no one else in the club really had that experience. They didn't really have the same experience. Um, so by the time I came back from my third world championship, um, there, wasn't, there wasn't really a lot of people there that were, were pushing me in terms of my, my athleticism. Um, you know, when I was sparring, there wasn't a lot of people that were throwing things that I wasn't used to. And it became very routine and very repetitive and i noticed that my skill level went from going up 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 and it just plateaued and stayed pretty even for the most part right um and i mean that's that's nothing against my club i love i love the people i train with and everything but what that does show is it shows that you can only be as good as the people that you're around right so what i did um i did i did two things one thing i dedicated a lot of time to coaching and teaching because if you can bring the people around you up to uh, to, the, to a higher level, naturally, that's going to push you up as well, right? Because then they'll start to push you more and more. But then the second thing I did, which is important, is that I found people that were better than me, right? That I found people that maybe went to five, six, seven, eight world championships and started training with them as well, right? So now, they're almost like my mentors for Taekwondo. So instead of instead of me plateauing and staying the same, I'm rising up and I'm becoming... Better and better again, right? I, I continued my learning curve, um, and that's the, that. Can be the same thing for anything. You're only as good as the people you're around. You're only as as good with the people that you train with. Um, and it's interesting, right? Right. So we're, we're, when we're born as a human, this is an interesting concept. You're not born speaking English. You're Chinese or French or whatever whatever you speak. You're born with the capability of learning any language. And then you learn a language, and um, as we get older and older and older, we, we still have this. We still have this ability to learn, but naturally it starts to decline a bit. Um, I think a big reason for that is the more you know, the less you know. You've heard that a lot, right? The, the The more that you think that you know about something, and the more the more I guess ignorant you are to new information, the the less you're actually going to know in the future, right? Um, so essentially by, by finding someone that's already learned what you're trying to learn, you're you're expediting your learning curve and you're gonna be able to learn a lot quicker. Um, and the, the question really is, there's a couple of questions there, right? Is one, okay, I see some value in having a mentor, um, but how much, how much time should I spend with a mentor? Because the, the fact is when you're spending a lot of time um, around someone that knows more than you um, and, and that's kind of not better than you but in a sense they're 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 more advanced in whatever you're trying to accomplish they're they're further ahead it can be a little intimidating and sometimes it can be discouraging right um and the second thing is how do i even find a mentor like okay great yeah having a mentor is important but how how am i going to find one how, how do i even get a mentor and that i think the second one, how do I get a mentor, is usually what holds people back from actually getting one. Um, and I personally, it, it's kind of funny, I don't really have a uh, an in-person mentor currently, but I'm on the hunt for one and I'm, I'm implementing some strategies and I'll share the, the strategies with you as well. But the first thing is how much time, before we even go to finding a mentor, I think we should have a game plan as to how we're gonna spend our time with our mentor and then what we're gonna once we have one right so let's let's say that you your day you sleep eight hours a day so it's a 24 hour clock so you have 16 hours in your day this is something that Ty lopez talks a lot about and it's called the law of 33 percent and it's essentially so we're going to take those 16 hours i wrote this down on a a notebook okay so we're going to take the the 16 hours and we're going to divide it into thirds so that's going to give you about five 5.3 5.3 hours, we'll, we'll just round it to five, so we'll say five hours a day, okay, um, and what we want to do with, with each of those five hours, we're going to allocate our time to a different group of people, okay, so for the first group of people, we're going to allocate our time to people that are kind of below us, not like below us in terms of what what they're trying to accomplish, we've already accomplished, we've already achieved that, um, number one, I mean, it, it, helps your self-esteem. You feel pretty good. I mean, you're in a, you're in a room and you're, you're the most accomplished one there. That feels pretty awesome. But two it's so that you can help them, right? And you can, you, you learn a lot by teaching. So when you can actually teach something that you already know, right, you're going to solidify that a lot more and you're, you're going to help someone else out, right? Which is, I mean, you're finding a mentor because you want to be helped out and they, they probably want to be helped out too. So by you helping them out, you're almost like a mentored for them, um, now then the next 33%, uh, the, so the next third, the next five hours, we're gonna spend on time, um, we're gonna spend that time with people that are kind of on our same levels. They're trying to achieve what we're, we're trying to achieve, they're kind of in that same, same bracket there. Those people end up being the, our closest friends, our inner circle of friends um, that we spend a lot of time with. Um, and they're just, they're just people that we, you know, we value as people and they're kind of our peers, okay. So they're the people that we, we, uh, we spend a lot of time with on that aspect, okay. So about five hours of our time, the people that achieved what we achieved, and their peers. Now, the last five hours. So the first, these first ten hours that we went over, we're gonna feel feel very comfortable, okay. We're gonna be with people that we can help out and people that that are already on our level that we can just kinda shoot the shit and have fun with, okay? So those are the first two. We're gonna be very comfortable in these 10 hours of the day. The last five hours, we're gonna feel very uncomfortable. And the reason for that is those last five hours is we're gonna allocate the time with people that have similar goals to us, okay? They're on a similar, I guess you could say, life path, but they're five to ten years down the road. They're they're further along the path, and they've already accomplished some of the stuff that we're trying to accomplish. Okay, so to give you guys an example, uh, let's say you, you want to be let's say you want to be Grant Cardone, big real estate, big real estate man. Okay, um, and you've never done a real estate deal in your life. You're gonna feel very uncomfortable trying to find someone. So it, it, uh, what I would do is I would try to find someone you know, that's that has rental properties. Let's say if, let's say I look at this building, I'm like, ooh, that's a 100-unit building. I wonder who owns that. Find out who owns it, I, I get in contact with them and I want them to be my mentor. Now, it's gonna be pretty uncomfortable, one, to even go through that process alone because you're probably pretty intimidated by someone that 100 units is no small feat, okay? If you look up the valuation of a 100-unit building, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's probably more money than you've seen in your life. It's definitely more than I have. Um, So it's pretty, it's pretty important, right? So when we're taking that, you're going to feel uncomfortable for sure. Um, But essentially someone that's gone down that path before, you know, let's say you want to, let's say you want to be a, a, a fitness model. Well, wouldn't it make sense to try and find a fitness model that can teach you their ways, right? Find someone that's been a fitness model for five years, get them to show you what to do, get them to show you their workouts, their diet, you know, their nutrition, what they do in their spare time, the books that they read, right? Um, and you can, you can take that into any aspect, so, like I said, like health, wealth, relationship, love. So let's say you know you, you want to, to, to find someone that you, you, let's say you want to find, for, I'm a guy, okay, so let's, let's say I want to find my wife, all right? Would it not make sense to find someone in a happy marriage? Someone that's already happy in their marriage, kind of learn what they've already learned? Learn from them to see what they do, to see what, uh, how they make that work, how they make that relationship work. I think that's something that would definitely work. Um, and that's kind of where we're going to spend the last 5% or 5 hours, at last 33% of our time. Now, you're definitely going to feel uncomfortable during that 33% of the time. Um, but the fact is, you're not going to live the good life in comfort. If you, if you stay in your comfort zone for your entire life, the fact of the matter is you're gonna live a very, it'll, it might be comfortable, but you're not gonna accomplish anything that you want to accomplish. It's gonna be a very miserable life um, because people that live in their comfort zone constantly um, end up with a lot of regret because to do what you wanna do, what you wanna accomplish, you have to be uncomfortable. It's just, a, it's just a fact of life, right? Life is suffering. You've probably heard that multiple times from, uh, well, from the Bible, people like Jordan Peterson, uh, David Goggins mentions that like life is not life is not roses man it's suffering so we might as well get uncomfortable with that the, that five hours of our day and find a mentor that's accomplished way more than us and try and learn from them um, now there's a couple of things about that though right I mean naturally if you guys have ever seen the karate kid it's a perfect example of uh, of a mentor okay Sometimes you're gonna think your mentor is not teaching you. (laughs) Sometimes you're gonna be like, what is this? This makes no sense at all. Not something I wanna, like, I'm not learning anything. Um, It's up to you to learn from your mentor. It's not up for your mentor to teach you, right? Um, If you could even sit in the room for five minutes a day and watch them negotiate a deal, they don't have to tell you how they're negotiating the deal. You just watch them, learn, have a notebook, write it down write down what they say, how they say it, what they do, right? You, you're going to have to make some effort to learn from them. It's not, they're not a teacher, you know, they're, when you find a mentor, they, it's not because they signed up to be a mentor, they, they signed up for their business. And then what you, what you're doing is you're trying to learn from them. Um, and they're definitely going to push you. They're going to make you feel uncomfortable for, for sure. I mean, you could probably be, let's say your mentor is someone in the financials field. They're gonna start saying all these, all these different topics: ROI, IRR, um, you know, capital gains. You got interest, debit, credit. You're gonna hear all this stuff, and you're gonna be like, "What is? What is this? I don't know." And if you know nothing about finance or financial financial literacy, asset liability, things like this, you're gonna feel uncomfortable because you're not gonna know what the hell's going on, <laughs> right? But if you live in that uncomfortable, you live in that discomfort, and then said we can start to learn from there and then all of a sudden you know you've been with your mentor for three months and you're spitting image you know you know the definitions of all those i don't even know some of those terms right i'm just throwing them out there um and the thing is a lot of mentors are very hard on uh, are going to be hard on you i mean if you've steve if you heard of steve jobs bill gates jeff bezos they're not soft, okay? They make grown men cry in their organizations because they're, they're hard. They they don't let you get away with anything, right? Um, but that's just part of the reason, that, that's part of the reason why you're there, right? You're not there um, for them to baby you, right? You're, you're there, you're seeking a mentor because you want to learn and sometimes you have to learn the hard way. Um, a lot of the times, the way you want to learn is not going to be the way you think you're going to learn. Okay, your mentor is not going to sit down on a whiteboard and break everything down for you. Okay, the fact of the matter is, you have to be present and conscious and aware in the moment, and you just have to be able to learn from them um, and kind of take what they te- take, take what you observe, write it in a notebook, and then when you get back home from your mentor, you know, eventually you'll have some notes. You read them over, and then from there you can break down and actually kind of learn a little bit from them. But don't when you get a mentor don't expect for them to to just show you exactly what to do and and baby you through the steps a lot of the time they're going to be hard tough i mean you you don't turn into jeff bezos by being nice to everyone <laughs> you know you don't you don't build you don't become the richest person in the world by uh you know kissing asses it just doesn't it doesn't work like that you you become that person by doing what you have to do to get to succeed right um and a lot of the time that means you you do have to you have to fire someone. Yeah, you, sometimes you have to ruin someone's day, but that's part of the game, right? Um, and a big thing too is you, when you're trying to find a mentor, this is one that I had a miscon- uh, huge misconception on. Um, not everybody's perfect. The, the fact of the matter is not, there's not one single person in this world that is perfect in all aspects of their life. So if you're looking for a mentor and let's say you find a mentor, your goal is uh, I, I like going back to real estate. So let's say your goal is to 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 learn real estate. Perfect. You're, you you find a mentor, you start to learn real estate, you've been working them for let's say one month. Then you realize, oh man, this guy's relationship at home. He it is not he is not a good husband. He's a terrible husband. He's uh you know, like he doesn't he doesn't treat his wife very well, he doesn't treat his kids very well. Are you there to learn about a relationship? Are you there to learn how to have a healthy relationship? Is that why you chose that person as a mentor? Or did you choose that person as a mentor to learn about real estate? Did you, well, I mean, which one is it? They're a real estate mogul, so I'd hope that you you picked them to learn about real estate. Um, not everyone's perfect. There's imperfections in everyone and you find them. I mean, if you look at yourself, there's probably hundreds of imperfections. I find imperfections in me every day. That's just kind of how you go, you go through life. It's um, so not everybody's perfect. There's no black and white. You have to take what's useful, pull what you find useful and what you came to learn, and leave the rest, right? Just because someone's your mentor doesn't mean you have to be a spitting image of them, right? You just need to take what you, take what you find useful, right? If you're there for real estate, learn your real estate. You can find someone else to teach you about relationships. You can find someone else to teach you about health. You know, a lot, of, a lot of business people might not be the most healthiest people in the world, you know, but you're, you didn't seek them out as a mentor to learn about health. If you wanted to learn about health, I would assume you'd, you'd find someone that's extremely healthy, right? And someone that's extremely healthy might not be the best with their finances, but that's not why you pick them. You pick them because you wanted to be healthy, right? So that's kind of the big difference, right? When you're looking for a mentor, not everyone's perfect, and that's just something that you kind of have to deal with. Um, and then the last step, the last step, finding a mentor. How can we find a mentor? Um, and I think, I think that's, that's probably the toughest one. Um, I think the easiest way to do it is to just um, pay, write out a list of people that you know right now that you think would be good mentors. Um, the easiest way to do that is say health, wealth, love, happiness, those are the four pillars of life let's find three mentors for each of them. You know, let's find three people that I, that I see that are, that are healthy, you know, that are very healthy and, and live a healthy life. You know, they eat well, they're in shape, they work out every day. Um, let's find you know, three people that are extremely wealthy, right? that make a lot of money, that uh, I can learn from them. You know, three people that are in great relationships that I can learn from them. Um, and the thing is, aim big. You know, if you can get Oprah as a mentor, why not? Why wouldn't you want Oprah as your mentor, right? Um, if you want to, you know, if you want to help people, I, I can't think of a better person than Oprah. She's helped a lot of people, right? Um, why not? You know, it's as simple as writing a letter. I um, mean, different mentors. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, there's one guy I, I deliver pizzas on the weekend, and one guy I've delivered his pizza about three times. Um, two, it might be two times, two or three times. One, in that range, okay, so I haven't seen him that much. But uh, I remember the very first time I delivered his pizza, I, I looked at his house and I looked at his cars and I just looked at him and said, what do you do for a living, man? This is like, you're, you're driving two beautiful brand new Porsches. They're just so nice, custom built. He has goddamn name on the side of it. Um, you know, beautiful home, huge house. He looks like a very happy guy. I was like, what do you do for a living, man? Um and he said he runs an online marketing company. He's he he started one. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. We talked about that for a bit. Um and then as I was going through uh step number four of the sixty-seven steps that talks about mentors, I realized, hmm, that guy might be a pretty damn good mentor to learn about wealth, especially if, you know, I want to do anything with like any online marketing or anything like this. I mean this guy built the company. So uh my strategy for that, I think I'm actually gonna go I'm gonna go knock his door tomorrow, I think. Um no, I am going to knock my door, the door tomorrow. I don't think I am. Um, I am going to knock that door tomorrow. And I'm just going to ask him, you know? that? I mean, that's a pretty straightforward one. I'm just going to go up and ask him. And then, you know, if he says no, whatever. All right, we're starting back up again. This is episode two, part two. Um, my phone just ran out of storage. Uh, so I had to delete some stuff. That's no big deal. But... um I just kind of want to pick up where I left off there, so I think we were talking about the mentor that I was going to knock his door, um, and essentially the, the the big thing about that that we have to realize is if he says no, it's not a big deal. Um, there's plenty of people um, that you can learn from. Uh, I don't think you should have your 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 heart on one person in a sense. Like if they say no, it's okay. We can we can move forward, um, and it's important to play the long game too, right? so um what Ty says and i think it makes sense is the 18 month goal okay so the 18 month is short is short enough that you're you're still going to be motivated but it's long enough where you're not going to be rushing and, and breaking your back trying to get there um so the be- the best thing to do right is a 18 month goal you, f- you find your mentor and that that's how long you give yourself Um, Now naturally not every mentor you're going to be able to knock their door and honestly if he says no I'll probably come back in a month and knock out again one more time just because I'm a little bit you want to be persistent You don't want to come off as like a stalker But um, you definitely want to be persistent and, and keep coming back because it just shows Half of success is showing up and that's not showing up once that's showing up every day. So If he does say no, I'll probably show up a couple more times and uh, a big one is to, to, to try and offer some value, right? Um, like, I'm not gonna tell this guy to teach, I'm gonna say, listen man, like I, I really wanna learn from you. Um, what can I do for you, you know? What can I do to make your life easier? And all I want in return is to, it like 10 minutes to an hour a day, okay? That's all I want in return. And I'll do anything you want. For free, I don't care. All I want is, is a little bit of knowledge back. Um, I mean, you, these people are busy. You, you, you want to give them something. You want to do something for them, right? Um, another strategy I think is really cool, Ty talked about it, um, is if you write articles about your mentor, um, you, you'll actually have the ability, you know, you could get in contact with them and maybe get a phone interview, something like that. Um, and, and then you're at least talking to them. And then after maybe you, you write the article about them, maybe you send them a little gift. Something like that, and then you, you start to build a bit of a, a connection with them, and then from there, a mentorship can form. Uh, the big thing is to to try and try and get in there um, it, it get in front of their face somehow you if there's something of value, you can offer them, even if it's just let's say you read their book and um, you you send them an email asking them a couple of questions about their book, you know something as simple as that just to kind of get back into it get get in their face and show them now those are just a couple of examples of, uh, of how you could probably find a mentor. If you know, I mean, if you know where they work, a a good, a good way is just go to the office ask them, you know, go, go to their office and ask them. doesn't, it's simple as that. The, The biggest, the biggest, the hardest part about running is putting your shoes on, right? So the, the biggest thing that we can do is, is go. Now go slowly. Don't, don't come off as a stalker right I mean the last thing you want to do is follow this person home <laughs> follow them to work every day and then all of a sudden you're a stalker then you have a restraining order and you're definitely not getting a mentorship out of a restraining order right so go slow that's why I made an 18 month goal and I think the best thing you can do is is just try try to find a couple people if you can if you could find 10 mentors 10 if you if you can make a list of 10 people, and then out of those 10 people, work on building a mentorship with them. I guarantee you at least one of them, one of them has to, has to take you up on that offer. And one thing to remember too, it's not a mentorship if you see them five minutes a month. Um, if they throw you in an office and you're working five, and you're working constantly and you see them maybe five minutes in a month, that's, not a men- that's an internship buddy, not a mentorship. Um, you wanna be able to see your mentor, okay? Now, if it's five minutes a day, what I would do is just take advantage of those five minutes every day, um, but it's you, you want it. You want to make sure that you're not just being an intern and that you actually do have a bit of a mentorship. Um, but that's really um, the biggest thing there. I think the best action from here is obviously to kind of write down a couple of mentors that maybe you might want to uh, find or some people that you think you could learn from, and then go from there and try and build something off of that. Now. Um, I know for me, I'm definitely going to be on the hunt for a mentor for the next 18 months. Hopefully, I find one. If I do, I'm obviously going to probably talk about it in the podcast because I'll be super fired up. (laughs) But that's really kind of the big thing that we were talking about today. Is mentors, you know, why they're important. They help you skip the learning curve. Um, What else did we talk about? How to get one um, and kind of what to look for in a mentor as well. Um, now, if you liked anything that you heard um, and you sticked around this long, I feel like we've been talking for a good half hour. So if you stuck around this long, you obviously like something about this podcast. Um, so it would really mean a lot to me if you were to comment, leave a review. let me know how you like it. If you don't like it, leave a comment. I'd read every comment. I answer every direct message. You can always send me a DM. Um, Instagram is probably the easiest way to do that. Um, I'll put my name in the description, but it's just Liam Forsythe, L-I-A-M, F-O-R-S-Y-T-H-E, E, -E, two E's, don't forget it. Um, But yeah, no, leave a comment, review, share it with your friends. If you found this valuable, and you know someone else that might find it valuable, someone looking for a mentor, it would be greatly appreciated if you shared it to them. Maybe you could, one, maybe you could help them out. Maybe you could help mentor them a little bit, eh? But no, thank you guys for your time and as always, happy growing.